welcome to episode 19 of the Customer Support Leaders podcast. I'm Charlotte Ward. The topic for this week is transitioning to leadership with some personal perspectives. So let's listen to five leaders talking about that very topic. I'd like to welcome to the podcast today, Chris Taylor. Chris, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, Charlotte. Thanks for having me. My name's Chris Taylor. I am the customer support manager for Tyke.io, the API management platform. And uh, I've been in customer support about 10 years now, working in various industries. Thanks, Chris. The uh, topic for this week is transitioning to leadership. And I'm particularly interested in your own personal story there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I initially started in the world of customer support as a call centre agent on the phone, dealing with motor insurance claims. So I had people calling through to me who had had pretty bad accidents and I had to deal with that, manage it, make sure their cars were all right, they were all right. Kind of from there, I, I knew I wanted to go down the leadership route. Um, in a contact centre, you can be a team manager, you can look at operational leadership or quality management. Um, where, where I ended up going was into resource management. This is a area that essentially plans uh, all of the staff shifts and forecasts the calls um, and just make sure that the operations are running smoothly. I initially thought Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a team leader, Um, went for that job eight times and never got it because (laughs) they quickly (laughs) identified I didn't have a certain set of skills. I'm not the most fluffy, coachy type person. I'm more data driven. Um, Mm. So I think transitioning into leadership, it's about knowing where where you want to go really and what your skills lend themselves to. What was that in, that real impetus to make that move for you? I mean, I, I'm quite driven individually, so I like to progress and do better and do new things. There was a drive to do something better, become a manager, but I didn't really have any direction when I started out. So I was like, um, I can be a team manager, I can coach these agents, so I can improve their performance. And then when I really started digging into the skills, it became apparent that that's not me. I'm very data driven. I like looking at the reporting and sort of Mm -hmm. going into this resource management role helped me really diversify and broaden that skill set. So now, Mm -hmm. even though I joined a really technical area where I wasn't directly managing people, I've been able to transition into a coach and more of a people leader um, just due to the exposure to that management level. Was there anything else you feel you could have done at that point or did it just totally make sense? It made sense at the time, but to be honest, mm-hmm. I would have probably should have sat down and sort of looked at all of these roles and said, look, where, where do I want to go? Where, what am I most passionate about here? If I'd sat down and had a, a better understanding of the different aspects of customer support, like in the contact centre, there's massive departments for quality. There's massive departments for resource, for just team managers. Um, there's so many routes you can go down and so many different specialisms that knowing more of that up front would have definitely helped to inform my decision. From there, I then moved to Tyke as the customer support manager, which is a completely different industry. So it it was a very, very challenging initial step and a different steer than I wanted to go, but I've essentially made it to my end goal. Yeah. And and those skills that you learned early on presumably have continued to serve you well in your current role. Absolutely. I think they, they're some of the most valuable ones I've gotten. I think regardless of whether you're just starting out as an agent or you're just looking at that first step into management, all of the skills you pick up will help you if you eventually become an operations manager or a director. It is a continual journey, isn't it? You don't just move from agent to manager and that's it. You are now a fully fledged manager. 
Mm, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, e- yeah. even as a, a manager, a leader, you're constantly developing yourself. And I think if you're not, you're not managing, right? Because there's always something to learn, a new way of coaching your team or looking at the data or myriad of trends that come out about customer experience every year. What's coming up in 2020? How do we adapt to that? I think one of the key skills for a manager is to be receptive to change and not only that to be able to communicate change effectively to their team and get their buy-in. I think that's really important to be continually receptive to change I'm with Mm. you on that one. It's hard enough when you're an agent being told what things are going to look like tomorrow and how Mm -hmm. different they're going to be three weeks from now as well (laughs) which we know is, is how it can be sometimes. How you communicate that to your team when you are the leader is is really important. Do you think there have been significant changes in your working style as you move from agent to leader because you see both sides of that equation? You see, in in the case of communicating change, you see what it is like receiving that news as well as imparting mm-hmm. that news now. Has that, has that affected how you perceive leadership this far down the line? Absolutely. I mean, you've got stakeholders upwards and downwards, and they both have different communication needs. So if you're managing a pool of agents and you're managing a big change, having the perspective of being an agent is definitely beneficial because you can be like, oh, when they change this, it landed this way for me. So I know that I'm not going to bulldoze this change through. The other way, it gives you more of a business acumen. Um, so that you can start looking at things from a commercial perspective, essentially. When you start as an agent, you're very much in your box. You do your thing, get your tasks done, you do your calls, and then you leave. When you move into management, you're seeing how all of these different metrics you were previously targeted on actually affect business performance. I wouldn't be the manager I am today if I hadn't been an agent first, definitely. How important do you think it is to keep in touch with what your agents are doing right now? Do Do you need distance or do you need to be in the trenches? I think uh, it's a fine balance to strike. I really hate micromanaging. So I don't want to be breathing down my team's necks. I want to have the trust and the faith that my team are knowledgeable enough to handle the tickets and can do that without them feeling like I'm standing over their shoulder the whole time, basically. You don't want to detach yourself from what's going on on the ground operationally. I do make a habit of checking in, looking at the tickets every day. You don't want to completely detach yourself from the reality Mm -hmm. of what's happening on the ground. Otherwise, you just turn around one day and you've lost control of everything essentially yeah that's it for today go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 19 for the show notes and i'll see you next time 